guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Britt and Wit. I'm Wit. I'm Brittany. And here we are again. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back. Uh, how's your week been, Whitney? It's been good. It's been crazy. It's been crazy, but it's been good. Yeah. Right now we're into the Christmas season. Yeah. So that is always, that the Christmas season is a nightmare, I think. (laughs) It really is. It's so fun there, but there's so much going on constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Like you never get away from it. Don't you feel like the pressures nowadays are way more than I feel like what they used to? Like, do you have your family pictures done for your yes. Christmas card? Oh, I never do them. Do you ever. have your baking done? Do you even your bake? neighbor gifts? <laughs> your neighbor gifts. Your did you come up with a million Pinterest ideas for your elf on the shelf? Oh my gosh, I hate the stupid elf on the shelf. I hate the elf on the shelf too. It is the worst. It is the absolute worst. And I didn't even buy my kids the elf on the shelf. Their grandma did. Oh no. Years That's ago, just a punishment. Years ago when it first came out. But here's the thing. Years ago when it first came out, it really... So my oldest is 12. And I mean, she was a... What? I mean, how long How long has this elf been out? I'm not sure. So... I think we got Izzy hers when she was two or three. I mean, maybe she had to be, yeah, like four or something. I don't know. And so when it first came out, I just felt like... It wasn't a lot of pressure, right? You just move it. The elf just right. hid in a new place every, every day. day. Which then, is hard enough for me. Yeah. I and, never remember to move it. But then, you know, you get Pinterest and you get all these moms doing all these really super cool things. So then oh all those gosh. kids go to school and they're like, my elf pooped all over the place. Or, or my yeah. elf brought me presents. Yes. Oh my gosh. My no. oldest, my eight-year-old came home the other day and she was like... Oh, so-and-so's elf brought them, like, all these treats and these little (laughs) presents. I'm like, oh, my gosh, our stupid elf isn't doing anything. Like, our stupid elf just literally half the time doesn't even remember to move. No, (laughs) stupid elf. The pressure. The pressure is so real. It is ridiculous. And I agree. The present thing drives me insane. Um. And listen, no offense to anyone out there that is doing this. You're a better mom than I am. <laughs> you're a better mom than I am. You um, have your stuff together more than we do. You have okay? your stuff together way more than we do. And props to you. For the moms out here that don't have their stuff together with this elf. Raise it, your hand. That's me. It, it's, yep, just us over here at the table. <laughs> it just sucks. We forget to move it. And then in the morning... Oh, here's the deal. I only have one child left in my home that believes in this right now. And my stepdaughter does. So when she's over, I have to keep up the elf, you know, charade too. But in the morning when you forget and my son's like, why didn't the elf move? I'm like, probably because you woke up four times last night and she's frustrated with she you. She did not have a chance to get out. So she, You were just awake so many times that she just couldn't move. <laughs> Sleep issues in our house. Oh my gosh, we blame it on... Oh, there was a lot of fog last <laughs> night. Or it snowed and she couldn't get to the North Pole, so she just stayed. Yeah. But now, like, my eldest is old enough that she's like, well, but why would she stay in the same spot? Like, yeah. Because she's tired. Okay. She's just tired. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever seen. On uh, I follow somebody on Instagram who's a pretty big figure, uh, but she 
she put a cast on her elf's elf's leg. Oh my gosh. And told her kids she that brilliant. the elf broke that her, is brilliant. her leg. And so it couldn't move. It had to be on bed rest for like two weeks. And she's like, boom, just saved myself two <laughs> weeks of not moving the damn elf. And I thought, that is genius. It is. That is so genius. Oh, I have a friend that has told her kids that their elf is a special elf that doesn't move. She just sits and watches them play, and that's it. it. She does not. She she doesn't move. I do want, I do want one day. I almost just want to copy that and have the shelf, the elf, be on the floor one morning and say it fell off the shelf. I and think that's to brilliant. Cast it and then not move for a few weeks. That's great. My this is this has been a, a funny thing in our house. That's been tricky. Uh, we are a blended family. And my stepdaughter from day one has been allowed to touch her elf. Oh. Yes. And so we blended, right? And that was back when even my girls still believed in it. And so we, my husband and I would honestly just be dumbfounded and look at each other when my stepdaughter would come over with the elf. Like, my girls are going... Well, how come she can touch her elf? Why can't we? The story says you're not supposed to touch the elf. Yeah, and, and it does. Why don't say that? We're both going, uh, 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 uh. like, we have no idea what to What's say. What's the excuse here? We have no idea what to say. No idea. And though that's why I hate the dumb elf. Because everybody does stuff differently in their house. It's it, That's true. And you just can't keep up with all of it. That's. It's also like with the Santa thing. Like. Some people do every single gift comes from Santa. Yeah. We're a family that does Santa brings you one gift. Everything yeah. else is from mom and dad. Yeah, give me that credit. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah. I want the credit for yeah. what I'm buying. Yeah, I thought about you. Yeah, exactly. I put the effort into that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, no, I want the credit. So that's a hard thing too. And it seems like even nowadays, there's a lot of people that aren't doing Santa. Yeah. And so that's become kind of a thing with Izzy at school, too, is kids bringing up, oh, well, Santa doesn't exist or he's not real. And that's become a big thing, too. So the whole Christmas season is full of craziness and everyone does things different. Stressful. So hard. I nailed it this morning, though. I did. I had some cute little ornaments that I had just gotten at Walmart and the elf brought everyone an ornament and so I kind of told my kids she once a week will bring you a special gift and the rest of the rest of the week she just likes to hide in new places in her house because then I thought I'm going to meet in the middle and these presents aren't presents they're little dollar things I think you were already doing but I mean when you have five kids you're not going out of your way no I can't this elf can't bring presents every day with five children we won't have enough money for Christmas presents left at the end of the <laughs> Your elf brought you Christmas. That's all you Your get. elf brought you Christmas all week long. And so on Christmas Day, you get to play with all those trinkets now. Um, yeah. Years ago, probably four years ago, we I saw a thing on Pinterest where you planted, your elf brings you seeds, which are Tic Tacs, and you plant oh. them in sugar, and they grow candy canes. So overnight or over a couple nights, however long you want to drag this out, (laughs) it grows candy canes. So, and my oldest talks about that all the time. Every year she asks the elf to do that. And 
And it's been four years and I haven't done it. And this year I'm like, I really need to do that because I think we're on our last year. I know. (laughs) I don't know. She must not know where they are anymore. But I think we're on our last year of her believing. And so I'm like, we we need to make this one a little more special and I need to bring back those stupid candy cane trees. Sometimes I say to my husband, am I just a terrible person? You know, because listen, I love the whole like kid, magical, everything, but sometimes it just feels like, I don't know. Okay. This sounds terrible. Do I really want my kids always believing in this stuff when it just is making it more stressful for For your life? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, or they get old enough to where they ask you the questions like the, the princesses, you know, we went to the ice castles up in Midway. Uh, Whitney and I live here in Utah and, uh, in Midway, Utah, they have these beautiful ice castles every year. Um, how do you even describe that? Have you ever been there? I have. And it's, we're going again in January. It's super January cool. I only went one time a few years ago with the kids, probably because I have so many kids, everything adds up here, people. No, but, um, and, and they had Elsa and Anna there. Oh yes. And that was kind of where, you know, my oldest daughter has been to Disneyland with her dad before mm-hmm. and we had my stepdaughter there and she, we just took those two with us that particular weekend. And she has been to Disneyland as well. And she does princess parties and everything on her side with her mom. And so the girls are kind of sitting there asking like, well, why doesn't that Anna and Elsa look the same as the one at Disneyland? Well, I had an El- Elsa, Anna and Elsa come to my princess party, and why do those girls look different? And yours, it's another, my husband and I both again. Uh, uh, it's uh, the tricky questions uh, every kid asks that you have no idea how to answer. So, this is what I said the real Anna and Elsa live at Disneyland. So, anyone you see at Disneyland is the real. That's smart. People. And everyone else are their helpers that go out and help so that other children who can't go to Disneyland can still have a piece of their, you know, magic. And, you know, everybody seemed okay with that. Yeah, no, that's smart. That works really well, actually. That's very smart. So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of been this week, just doing Elf on the Shelf every day and Christmas programs at school and my son's kindergarten program. Oh, this was great. So we go to his kindergarten program. Side note, does anyone else out there completely hate school activities? Oh my gosh, yes. It's one more thing that I have to add on to the calendar. Izzy's in choir this year. Oh. And it's this time of year, it's a performance after performance after performance. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep up. In fact, yeah. I'd miss the last two. Because I'm a terrible mom like that. <laughs> well, that's what brought it up to my husband. I said, am I just a terrible person? Like, I love my kids dearly. I really do. And I love, I think it depends. Like, I can go to my son's t-ball games and love it. I mean, we're sitting outside. It's nice weather. Watching my little dude play t-ball. I'm there all the way. But school stuff, I, this is, <laughs> I don't even hate it because of what the kids are doing. Because him wearing a, dressing like a little Christmas tree, doing his little, diddles and songs is adorable. So cute. It's yeah. so cute. What I hate is the dog eat dog world of parking and finding oh. a seat. Yes. Shoot. You me. better be there early. You better be there oh, early. Or you're parking a mile away. 45 minutes early. That early? How early? Mm. People mm. are crazy. They are crazy. They're crazy at these things. How early do you go to something like that? Oh, I'm never early. 
Me either. I am never early, okay? So I don't know the answer to that question because I literally am always running in the door like, oh my gosh, I think it started like two minutes ago and I'm always like, my oldest, her dad is always, when he's in town, he is better at that stuff, way better than I am. He gets there and he's always texting me like, where are you? I saved you a seat. <laughs> like I'm on this row and I'm like, I'm just going to be a few minutes late. But every I, time, I'm every time. always the hot mess running into those things too, where everyone's looking at you and you're, and I'm standing against the wall. On the oh side. yes. That's uh-huh. totally me. <laughs> just wave to each other. Like, Hey, well, this is the best part. So I scramble, I get to this kindergarten show. Uh, I don't miss anything. You know, I got there pretty good. And afterwards the, t- the kindergarten teachers announced that someone had pooped on the walls, the, not the wall, but no, not pooped on the wall, but pooed and then wiped it on the wall. So this cute kindergarten teacher comes into my son's class. There's just two kindergarten classes, comes in, you know, must have announced it to her class and then comes in and says, oh, excuse me, Mrs. Graham, can I make an announcement to your class? And, you know, my son's teacher says, yeah, for sure. And I'm standing there and she says, Boys and girls, and I love the way that they're talking. Oh, yeah. Boys and girls, sometimes we can go poo-poo in the bathroom. This is exactly what she said. And (laughs) sometimes, boys and girls, we don't get all of it off our fingers if we try to wipe. The look on my face, (laughs) I was like, oh, like I want it at that moment. I knew it wasn't my son because he's too scared to even wipe himself. He'll just hold it. Yes. And so I, but I'm looking around and it's like, if you could hear that music in your head of like the horror movie music where the killer's <laughs> coming, that's what I hear. And I instantly wanted to go start sniffing hands. Is that disgusting? <laughs> Is that the sickest thing? I will help you find the culprit. Okay. I did. I wanted to be like, boys and girls. Now, everybody put their hands out. Now hold your hands up. And Declan's mommy is going to come around and sniff on your fingers because I'm not going to have my child get, what do you get? E. coli? E. coli? (laughs) Yeah. So this is what I just, oh, it was my worst nightmare. We got home and I I made him scrub like a surgical, (laughs) we are disinfecting everything. Oh, shoot. So Merry Christmas. That's crazy. I wouldn't think that in a kindergarten class, but totally could happen. Yeah, no, he, um, apparently someone went, tried to wipe themselves and then not only didn't, you know, handle that correctly, but then like smeared it on the wall. You know, that was a boy. (laughs) You know, that was a boy. No little girl's going to do something like that unless they're savage, but you know, that was a boy. (laughs) It's like, guess, it's like the game of guess who. Yes. Boys and girls, put your hands up. Now all the girls put your hands down. It was sick. So that was my. Did they make all the kids go wash their hands? Um, everybody got like a squirt of sanitizer. Okay. I mean, it's something. It's better than nothing. It's better than like I'm just making this announcement, so you all are aware. Every mom in that room just looked at each other with the same look on their face, like no. Anyway, so that's been my week: just Christmas shows and poop and Elf on the Shelf. Oh, I do have a funny story. This morning, Whitney and I are sitting here. It's a Sunday over here. And I went to church. Um, this is a whole nother side note and episode another day. But I, I started kind of exploring a new church. And I'm loving it. 
and I'm just Christian, you know, but this is one of those churches that have like the Christian rock band Yes, and I love it. the kids go into their classes and kind of have super cool. They've got like ping pong going on and these really cool little classes. And anyway, I'm loving it. But uh, I had a I had a guy come up to me after it was over, the service was over, and he said, "Hey, can you? Will you do me a favor?" He said, "I'm trying to make this little video for the Christmas Eve, um, you know, service." And he said, "I want you to come in and just answer a question." And I'm going, oh, I mean, I'm an outgoing person. Yeah, question about what? Because if I have to say something about... I need to plan ahead for this. If I have to say something like scripturally, (laughs) (laughs) like, no, count me out. I'm a very outgoing person, but that to put me on the spot is I get nervous. So anyway, I said, well, about what? And he goes, I'm just going to ask you a question about, you know, something. And I want you to answer the first thing that comes into your head. So I go, okay. And my kids are all standing there and my girls are going, well, can we do it too? And he's like, yeah, actually we need some youth to come and do this too. So we all kind of shuffle into this little, you know, room he has and it's legit. He's got like the boom mic thing set up. He's got the overhead light. Oh, the yeah. backdrop mm-hmm. is black. I mean, my kids think they're on TV. They think they're going on TV. So We're going to be famous. Yeah. Are we going on TV? You are to <laughs> a couple hundred people. So they think they're cool. Anyway, this is his question. We get in there and he says, what is love to you? And Whitney, the first thing that came into my head, I said, love to me is when my husband cooks dinner for once. Oh, amen to that. <laughs> and he started laughing and I said, Liz, I'm, is that okay? I mean, I, that was. Are a, you looking for something are else? Are you looking for like a <laughs> Jesus answer? Because I don't have one for you. And he goes, no, You're no, looking no. in the wrong place. He said, we, we don't need all the answers to be like the super spiritual answer. He goes, that was pretty funny. Like, that's good. And I said, okay. So, you know, when you have five children, that really is love to me. Like to not Taking have to, something off your plate to not have to make a meal. It's the, I don't even care if you bring Wendy's home. Yes. Just get it off. My I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to deal with it. So then he asks my oldest daughter to go. He's like, you want to try? She's like, yeah. He goes, okay, ready? And everyone has to be quiet. And he gets his cat, his little video camera thing. And he says, okay, what is love to you? She now, okay. Side note. She's holding at this church. They, you, you go and you've got bagels, coffee. Yes. Hot I, chocolate. I love it. What? First of all, to go eat a bagel and a coffee while I'm listening to a service. Isn't it amazing? That is my jam. Right so there. different from what I grew up on. But yeah. Love we, it. We, we need to get into that. We need to get into that. Uh, but anyway, so Bella, she makes her little hot chocolate and her coffee looking mug. And my girls think they're so cool. If they have anything that looks like a coffee. Yep. And so she has this in her hand with a straw, a little tiny coffee straw in it. And he goes, okay, what is love to you? And she goes, uh, gross. And then she takes a sip of her dog. <laughs> that is the clip he got of her. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm standing there like, dude, That sorry. is a teenage answer. Yes. I'm that little dude, preteen. If you're really, I don't think anyone in this room is going to give you a spiritual Jesus answer. I'm sorry. Like, we don't have it for you, okay? We don't have it. <laughs> We're the comedic family. So anyway, but he, he goes, that was perfect. And then, of course, my younger daughters followed and one said, awkward and one said weird I think they were just you know following in those footsteps yeah they saw the laughter older sister got but anyway so uh that it got me thinking it got me thinking my answer 
love to me really is how I feel loved is just somebody doing something for me that is so tiny. I don't even need some big miracle in my life. Just cook dinner. Just bring home a pizza. Bring like get something off my plate. Yes, you know? exactly. So is your love language services? Oh girl, I'll take any of them. <laughs> I will take all the love <laughs> languages. Just give me some love. Okay? Remember how on our last episode we talked about my husband, his he made up to Oh yeah, his love language. Feed him and sanity are his love languages that he made up. That's all he needs is food and me to be sane. And then I'm pretty standard to the book, but give me any of them. I will feel loved with anything, but service is probably my least actually. Really? Yeah, I don't need him to come vacuum. It, it's really yeah, maybe, that makes sense. Maybe just the food. I hate being in my kitchen a hundred times a day. I hate thinking about cooking. Yeah, at all. I hate it. I always okay. So, <laughs> you know those questions of if you had money enough and you, so you could have someone come clean your house or someone to cook all your meals or someone to be your personal shopper. What would you choose? Hands down for me, someone to cook my meals. Yes, me too. I do not want to think about food at all. No. At all. I don't want to think about it. I hate it. My husband always tells me, like, if I wasn't here to remind you to eat, you would just starve to death. Which isn't true because I love food. Yeah. Love food. However, when I get going in my day, if I'm busy doing stuff, I don't always think about eating. Or I think, oh, you know, my, my youngest left a chicken nugget here. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to eat that chicken nugget. I'm good to go now. You know? I saw this meme one time that I had put on my social media story on Instagram that had said, this is my life. I either eat 6,000 calories or I go through starvation. It, yes. It's one or the other. Like I'm either pigging out all day long oh, yeah. on crap or yep. I'm starving because I refuse to go in the kitchen even one more time, even for myself. Well, and I hate, like I always get to the kitchen, open the fridge, look at it, think, there's just nothing in here I want to eat. Close it. Go to the pantry. Think the same thing. Close it. Go back to the fridge. The same stuff is in the fridge. All you know, but I'm literally just going. I don't. I don't want to make anything. I just want something to appear. Yeah, it's and all I can just work. eat. It's I don't want to think about it. Work. My brain's on overload. I don't want to think about feeding everyone. No. The worst for me being stay at home mom every single day, especially in the summer. Oh, I hate. I love the summer. I hate the summer. Okay. It's a love hate for sure. It's a love hate. I, I hate it because of that. Because everybody gets up. You got to do breakfast. By the time you clean up breakfast, anyone out there with children, honestly, I don't even care how many you have. One, six, four. I feel like, even, I feel like even friends of mine with one kid understand as soon as you clean up the mess from breakfast, they need a snack. Yep. And as soon as it's like lunchtime and you clean up the lunchtime mess, you're like, how is it 4.30? Now it's time to start dinner situations. And uh, and so in the process of that, I feel like I clean my kitchen and make people food. Endlessly. What seems like 75 times a day. Yes. And then I'm hostile by the time dinner's over. And I'm like, if one more person even says that they're hungry... Someone is getting murdered. It's going down for real. And sometimes I have to go, kitchen's closed. Get out of my face. Drink water. Children, water. Drink freaking water. Like, it will sustain you until the next meal. Yes. That's what I have to tell my oldest. Five packs of fruit snacks and a bowl of pretzels. That's just, that's not nutritional value. It's like, eat a piece of beef jerky. For the love of God, if you need a snack, 
have a slice, a sliver of beef jerky versus a fruit snack. Because at least the beef jerky, I feel like, is going to get you maybe 40 minutes later. That's going to get you a little protein in your body. <laughs> it's going to keep you going a little bit longer okay. than those fruit snacks that are going to burn right through I you. I just want to put all my children on the keto diet and just have them eat, like, bacon and just, like... I think my children would die. Healthy fat all day long. Because it's like, they wouldn't even know what to die do. Die from whining. Why am I not feeling hungry? What do I do now? Do I actually read a book? I mean, oh, my gosh. Yes. My oldest is going through a growth spurt right now. So she oh. is constantly hungry. We clean up breakfast, and she's like, um... Is it almost time for lunch? Because I'm getting hungry. And I'm like, so annoying. we literally just ate breakfast and you ate like 12 eggs. So I don't <laughs> want to hear it. Like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. It gets you a little mental by the, I mean, after lunch. And that, and so that's the point. Sometimes I don't eat because I refuse to even go back in that kitchen one more time. Yes. Even if I'm starving, I'd rather just be like, no. But you're better at meal planning than I am. Yeah. You're really good. Like, cute Brit over here. Stop. She has this little <laughs> menu out at her house where she writes Monday night they're having chicken teriyaki and Tuesday night. Like, she has everything planned out. For me, I am flying by the seat of my pants, which was a really bad idea because I work. So on the days that I come home from work, it's literally like, what are we going to eat? I don't know. And I don't want to think about it. Yeah. And we went to the grocery store this week, but I don't know. I don't want to think, I don't want to think about cooking you guys food, which is terrible. If you don't plan, this is what I've learned. And honestly, the only reason I'm like this is because of the amount of children I have. We have seven people in my household. All seven of us eat. We're all at ages. Are you sure? We eat. Well, like, you know, my baby, I, we got away with her for a while because she didn't actually yeah, eat food. That's now true. she eats food too. And so when there's seven people who, you know, at 5 PM, are all going to be like, we're hungry. It's maddening if I don't have a plan. And so that is why it, that's probably my knack, I think. You know how everybody has like their thing? Their thing. Like, oh, cute Brittany. Oh, her life's probably perfect. Look at her social media. No. Oh, look at her meal plan. Look She's at her so meal cute. plan during the week. All right, ladies, secret. Everything else is a complete shit show disaster. <laughs> I might I have, got my meals down. I might have something in the crock pot, but no. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I do. I have to meal plan because I realize it is so stressful for me. And my husband and I do live on a budget with only a one income home. It is very difficult to, we, we really can't just go, Oh, run up to Del Taco and go grab tacos. Well, when you have seven oh, people, it adds, up, so it adds quick. up so quick. So anyway, well, we have four people and, but our baby who's almost two, she doesn't eat like she, I don't know how she's still alive. Like some days I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know how you have energy to do anything. Like you have eaten a yogurt today. And, but I mean, honestly, it still adds up. Like food gets so expensive. Oh, it, they, it's so expensive. We were, we're living on a budget now because we just moved into a new home. But before it was yes, kind of it's like, beautiful. oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Still coming together, but it's really fun. Um, but before we weren't really living on a budget, we we're a two income household. Yeah. Um, so before it was kind of like, oh, well, we can afford to eat out and that. Well, so now that we're on a budget, I've gone back the last few months and added up what we've spent in food, just eating out constantly, especially during the summer. Cause I feel like we're all over the place. So, oh, oh we'll yeah. just grab food while we're out. Oh, yeah. we'll just grab dinner here. We're going to grab lunch here. Like, 
constantly all over the place. Right, we spent $1,100 one month in food. Oh, just eating out. Just, well, or grocery right. store too, but okay. mostly eating out. Like, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like, that a is a house payment yeah, it in is. and of itself. I'm from the East Coast, and I heard a few people back there. My dentist, like, has a sister or somebody that lives back there. Sorry, I'm struggling from a cold here, people. Um, and he said that like her house payment is like $900 a month and which I mean in Utah, which is crazy. People can buy a house out there for a hundred thousand dollars in Utah. That's not even going to get you a condo. No, you, you can't live in a townhome, a condo. That is not even, you can't even get a one bedroom apart, maybe a one bedroom, but you're not getting anything else for around that. No. And so mortgage payments out here, at least for, you know, Whitney and I's homes are, you know, we're looking at a couple grand a month. Yes, absolutely. And you feel it. You feel it when you buy that home that fits your family and it's a huge expense and then you add the groceries on top of it and everything else like money can just every be bill so oh, stressful my <laughs> yes like one bill after another after another it is yeah it adds up even being a two income family it, it yeah. adds up so quick i think the hardest part with food we probably spend about 1200 a month is our budget and that is with me meal planning cooking every night for the most part and it's crazy and men don't get it no, they don't. Men don't get it. They're like, how much was Costco? Yes. And I'm like, you do the shopping one month, bro. <laughs> yeah, figure it out because it is yeah. freaking expensive. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm doing this so strategically planned out. We have meals planned out for two weeks at a time sometimes uh, where I'm cooking those dinners every night. And uh, we're, you know, I'm buying the things that aren't. It isn't always generic, but it's not always like the most expensive. You're not going organic. I, yeah, not everything's on, always organic. Some things I do are organic. Some things are worth it. Some, some things, things are not. Are worth it. Uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's a very planned out thing and that men do not understand. They just are, how, what? Like, how did you just drop 400 bucks at Costco? Oh man, so quick. I'm like, not only so did quick. I drop $400 at Costco, but I only came home with six things. Yep. Like, you try it. <laughs> yeah. Every time we go to Costco, I'm like, I swear everything we put in our basket is $20. Yeah. So you have to factor in yeah. that everything you add to the basket, it all, like, evens out to be almost everything is $20. Yeah. So, yeah, four things. You're looking at at least $100. It's crazy. It is crazy. So, I mean, moral of the story, sometimes we don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we don't think there's too much going on up here in my mind to think about feeding myself sometimes. Sometimes it's just easier to starve. I hate when kids ask for snacks and we're not negative people. Can I just throw this out there? Just kidding. (laughs) Maybe some category. Whitney and I are not these like negative Nelly women. I just think that if we're going to be real out here in the podcast universe, most of our audience is going to be women and moms that know what we're talking about. Um, we have to be real. We're not, I don't feel like it's that we're negative people. It's just that some of the stuff really is so annoying and it's real. Oh, so and it doesn't mean we don't love being a mom. I don't want my kids to starve. I want everyone to be healthy. That's why I cook their little A's dinner that's super healthy every night. Okay. <laughs> I do love you. And I, I am care. looking out for you. I'm looking out for you. You got to eat the green stuff. I don't care if you don't want chicken. You need at least three bites of it. Oh, you have to take right? a polite bite. Oh, they're all different in everything they do. But it's like, 
it is a real thing, and I feel like sometimes we just have to complain about it. Oh. How annoying it is. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. My husband doesn't always get it. No. So we gotta throw it out there to the universe to other people who <laughs> understand. The words I need a snack are enough to just make my like. It just makes me mentally snap. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. and I feel like my eight year old is old enough to do some of the th- these things. Like, yeah. she'll ask like, "Mom, oh, I'm so thirsty. Can you get me a drink?" I'm like. You know where the cups are. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead. Like your your sister cannot get her own drink, but you can. So help me out a little bit. Yeah. Like I, know. I don't mind if I'm setting the table for dinner for everyone and like getting everything, but I'm like, you really need to help yourself occasionally. I can't do everything for you. Do you have an arm? Okay. You know where the cups are? Go get it. Go get it. Okay. This is my favorite thing to say. Do you understand this? I, and maybe it's just the abundance of children I have. And especially when my stepdaughter's over, we have all five kids at the dinner table at the same time. And I feel like, okay, my husband built a homemade table for us and it's beautiful and I love it. It's this homemade wood table. Sorry, I'm struggling. So did my husband. Cold. Anyway. This is the best part. He did the table. He finished it a couple years ago. Do we have benches yet? Nope. <laughs> nope. But I mean, to his defense, he's a super busy dude. And he's a really, really hard worker. When he has time, he's out there building these benches and working on them. We're getting close. He just needs to stain them. More like Moral of my story is in our new home, we haven't been able to actually sit at our table and eat dinner in the year and a half we've lived there. Sure. So we all sit around my island. And it's a pretty big island in the kitchen. It is a good size. The people that we bought the house from left their stools. Oh, thank heavens, or we'd be all eating on a blanket on the floor. <laughs> um, like a picnic table. And I love that they left their stools. That's funny. Yeah, they did. That's an interesting thing. Because the back, some of the backs were broken. And I was like, like we're just leaving these, okay? I'm I'm not, I'm not packing these. No. They did. (laughs) They left it. And we were like, oh my gosh, they're leaving stools. Well, yeah, a couple of the backs are broken, but my husband and I are like, we're not high maintenance. We will take them. We'll take free stools. We're not above that. Anyway, so we're sitting around my island like it's a grill at, okay, in Utah, we have What's it called? Tempanyaki? Oh, yeah. Like like a hibachi house. For anybody out there, you have these hibachi houses where you sit Japanese around the grill. Japanese house, yeah. Yeah, you sit around the grill and the grill worker cooks all your food, throws it in your mouth, whatever. That's what I feel like. Because I, my spot at the island is on the inside little curved part. And all of my family sits around the entire outside of the island. So I am like the little hibachi house worker. <laughs> and this is my favorite thing about no, dinners at our house. This. Well, it's for my husband. I love him dearly, but men, sometimes they are clueless. They don't see. Yeah. They don't see what you're doing. So I'm over here in the, you know, hibachi house, sweating, trying to get dinner, like multitasking on a hundred different levels. Okay. Everybody needs napkins. Okay. This meat's getting cold. I got to cut this up. No, he just has his plate. And he's already on his, like, second helping. And yep. then everybody's looking at mom like, why is she a strung-out beast, you know? <laughs> and, I, and I'm so hangry at this point. Why? Because we don't eat all day. Yes. We don't want to go in the we're, kitchen. We were saving our stomachs for dinner. Yeah. And so I'm already hangry. And I'm, like, this psycho hibachi house worker that's just, like, <laughs> like throwing, like, cutting up everybody's food. I finally had to have this conversation with my husband and say, babe, listen. I love you to death and I'm happy to serve you up a plate and take care of my boo. All right. But like, look around, buddy. 
we got a lot of kids here. I need you to cut something up for them. I need you to help out. I need Step you to up your game. Start cutting up some chicken for people. <laughs> <laughs> because by the time you finish five kids, kind of, you get on the fifth one, the first and second one are like, can we have more? Exactly. And I'm like, you're going around again. I, I haven't even eaten. I haven't even taken a bite. I haven't even taken a bite. My husband's on a second plate. Everybody's asking for seconds. I'm still cutting up the fifth. Anyway, so that is the funniest part to me about being oh my a, gosh. a crazy mom. That reminds me of a Christmas story. How he talks about how his mom hasn't had a hot meal in how many years. Like, <laughs> yes. that is what it's like. It's the truth. My husband does that um, in the morning with getting the girls ready. We'll be like, okay, we need to go to the grocery store. Or we have somewhere we have to be. I take... 30 times longer to get ready than my husband does because he is bald. <laughs> I mean, men don't take long anyway, but he's bald. So he has no hair to do. Yeah. No, so he's literally like in the shower for a few minutes, gets out, you know, throws on the other deodorant, brushes his teeth, gets yeah. dressed and he's done. And he's, if done. he's out sitting on the bed reading something or going through social media or something and I'm running around like a mad person trying to blow dry my hair or curl it or put on makeup get myself dressed and then we have two girls who are still in pajamas yeah and I'm like babe did you not see like we have to be out of the house in 10 minutes and the girls aren't ready like can you help me out here yeah. like help me out this is the great and then you do that and they're well, what does she need to wear? What do you What do you want me to put her in? So then I, you, then you have to leave what you're doing and still go find me. Yeah, you're supervising. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Everything. for sure. Oh my gosh, drives oh, me nuts. I'm like, just make a decision. Yeah, make a decision. And he's pretty. I mean, he's pretty good about it. But sometimes he's like, well, and then do you want to do their hair? Or I'm like, yeah, bring them in here and we'll figure <laughs> out like their hair and like. And then this is the best part. Everyone's in the car, just like, where's mom? How come mom's always late? Why are we like, always are waiting always on her? Late? Uh, yeah, that's a life. Life of being a mom and a woman. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. There's a reason we're never on time. Okay. Oh, for sure. I'm never on time anywhere. It's sick. It's really sick. But this is what I love about my husband's family. None of the other sisters are on time either because they each have five children on their own. Because <laughs> no, they've got the mom line. One of his brothers and sister-in-law always on time. Actually, she's early. She's early to everything. She's the poor girl that's sitting there on the sister nights going out to have a girls night she's the poor girl that's like texting all of us oh i've been here you know i got us a table and we're all I've like been here for a half hour shoot we haven't even left the house yet like we're all just the hot <laughs> messes the rest of us sisters i love you guys you know who you are we're all late let's just own it <laughs> oh it drives my husband nuts he hates being late and i yeah. for the most part do not like being late either i want to be early or i want to be right on time but when you have kids, the reality is, like, no. that just is not always panning out. And lately, especially in the last almost two years since we've had our youngest, we're late all the time. Oh, yeah. No. All the time. No. I, I feel bad, especially when I know, like, other people are getting there on time and they're... I just... I can't. I can't get there. I just... <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't work out. We could be going down. My sister lives just across the freeway from us, so literally five minutes away. <laughs> And my cute little niece just turned two, and we were headed to her birthday party, and we were, like, 15 minutes late. And it's, like, across the it street. Is, yeah, it is, like, literally down the street, and we were late. This is something funny. I actually thought about this today because we all decided to go to church. I don't make it every Sunday. Every other Sunday, you know, we are both blended families here. We, I, Every other Sunday, I don't have my kids. 
um, every other weekend. And they're with dad. And I'm not going to lie, those Sundays, it's hard to be motivated to get up yeah. and do anything when you kind of know you have like some freedom. That's a relaxing belt. Sunday. Yeah, for mm-hmm. a few hours. And But on the Sundays, I have all the kids. My stepdaughter, especially, she loves to go to church. It's like this newfound thing for her. And every time that she's over, she's like, Brittany, can we go to church this Sunday? Can we go to church when I sleep over? It's the cutest thing. That is cute. And so um, this morning we had her. And so we go. And um, I just completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you a question then. Oh, my God. What were you just saying? That is too funny. Is that, like, good with going to church with, like, everyone else's, like, do your, are your exes good with the church thing? Are you, because you said you're exploring new churches, so yeah, is everyone that was good? me crazy. I just lost the thought. I was just <laughs> oh, we were talking about being on time. Oh, we were talking about being on time. There it is. There we go. It's back. It's back. We found um, it. Welcome to the shit show. Um, <laughs> it's back. So, yeah, being on time. This is what I was going to say. Sometimes you're so on top of it. Like this morning, we're getting ready for church. I'm on it. It's like 7.45. We got to leave about 9.15. I've already got like kids are eating their pre-breakfast. I'm going to call it pre-breakfast. This is a pre-breakfast snack. Because as soon as we get home from church at 11, like they have to have a big breakfast. Anyway, they're dressed. Their hair's done. I'm like, we're on top of it. We're actually going to leave the house. No, we were 20 minutes late. How's that happen? How does that uh, Every time. 20 minutes late. Still. I don't get it. And it, do you ever feel like it's down to the wire? Even on school mornings or oh, whatever. Oh, school mornings are the worst. You can start off so on top of it and good. And then somehow it's the last minute. The, the neighbor kids are going to be knocking on the door to get my kids. They walk to school. And all of a sudden, you're running. I'm running around like a mad woman. Just like, ah, go. Okay, catch your shoes on. Ah, you know. Yeah. And I'm going, how did this happen? Everyone's been awake for an hour and a half. Yep. Why the hell are we always late? Every every school day. Every school day. Uh, my oldest goes to school in the district where her dad lives. Yeah. Because we, uh, Brad and I both work out that way. So it just made sense for everyone to go that, out that way. So it's a good, like, 15-minute drive from where we live every morning. So we have to leave a little early. We're always late. <laughs> I I, always, I feel so bad because I drop her off and literally, like, there's no one outside anymore. <laughs> like, the bell's rung. And I'm like, oh, my. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, we're never. Kid. Yes. She's that kid that walks in every day. Like, okay, not every day, but a good amount of time. Like, She's you know, like, I, I feel bad. I feel like though, you just have to kind of get to a point where you just go, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing the best I can. Yes, absolutely. I'm doing the best I can sometimes. And it's not easy. And so if anybody out there feels like this and you're, you feel like people are judging you because that's your kid walking in after the bell rings, you know what I say? Well, I'm not going to say that. But. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. We are all a disaster out here in some area. Yes. And you just kind of have to go, I'm doing the best I can do. You know, I think once I started realizing I cannot win everything in my life, you know, oh, yeah, we're late. Hey, we got there. We made it. We made it. We were a half hour late, but we made it. We made it. Oh, but then there's like the mom, because with Izzy, or- with my oldest, it's, like, so hard, like, getting her to school on time. And she's part of choir. So she's on... She has to be there this, earlier. Yes. She has to be there 40 minutes early oh, yeah. for choir. And half the time, I forget. I completely forget. 
this last week I dropped her off and it wasn't until the next day that I was like, oh my gosh, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. And then I have my mother who will make comments like, you know, this is really important to her and you really need to try to remember and do better. And, you know, yeah. she's going to feel like you don't, like you don't care about things. And I'm like, I am literally trying to do the best I can. Yeah. Like I am trying so, so hard. There's I don't need your guilt so trip. There's so much already to always, that we have going on in our heads. Yeah. That's hard. That's a hard one too. It is to hard. Feel like. I already feel like crap about it. Yes. Well, and my mom's trying to look out for like her best interest. And she, you know, she's like, you can do this. Like just set an alarm. Like, you know, she's trying to help, but really it just comes off as like, I'm doing a terrible job. Even though I know that's not what she's trying to say. It just, you know, sometimes I'm like, it's hard. I'm that mom that really, it's like, I'm the mom that my, my daughter comes to me and she's like, Oh mom, did you see that paper in my backpack? And I'm like, what paper? That's it. I, you're in sixth grade. I'm sorry. That's your job to get the paper out of your backpack and be like, mom, look at this four days ago, four mm-hmm. months ago, whatever it is. Oh yeah. I have like a science project that's due on Thursday. Oh my gosh. It's yep. Tuesday night. <laughs> it's Tuesday night. I'm like Pinteresting like a mad woman. Just like, eh, what are we give doing? me an easy project, please. Yeah. And I'm that mom just all over the place all the time. And let's bring it, let's wrap it up with social media. Okay. Never believe social media. (laughs) All of you women out there that think everyone has their shiz together on social media because you look at their pages and you think, so-and-so looks perfect. She's got it all together. Look at her doing that science project. Look at her. They're finished early and everything. You don't know what's behind the madness that came from that one perfect picture. Exactly. So... I love my Instagram and you better believe I have my little cute menu board on there. But now you know the real story behind the hibachi house worker who's sweating and telling her husband he needs to cut up things. Okay. It's like that. Just do your best. Do your best. Do not compare yourself to anybody else out there because I guarantee those perfected looking people are just a giant mess. In They're just a shit show just like we are. Yeah. Nobody's life is perfect. Everyone's struggling in some area. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Everyone wants just to portray a perfect life out yeah. there. You know, I mean, no one wants to put their their trash or their, you know, the, the shit they're going through yeah. out there. So that's why we started this podcast. That's why we want to do this. We... I mean, I know both of us have had individual experiences with so many women that kind of say, you make me feel so normal. And I thought, why don't we put that out there more on social media? Why don't we put the crap out there? So here we are. We're putting it out there for you guys like this. That's right. And letting you know the real nitty gritty behind our hot mess lives. (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone, you guys. We're all in this together. That's right. So join us for our next episode when shit gets real. Yeah. Thanks, guys.